Welcome everyone to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found on Level Down Games that's posted every Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, and on our website, leveldowngames.com. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Sup, Bruce? <laughs> no. So I-, I like that you're trying something different every single time. And you're stealing something different from someone else every single time. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> the following episode is brought to you by Technisport Gaming Chairs. Technisport is one of the leading manufacturers for gaming related chairs. In fact, Scholars have long debated the origins of the Pro Gamer series. The most common theory is that a mad scientist created the first prototype by crossing a racing car with a lazy boy. However, gamers claim to have known these creatures for thousands of years, and some streamers insist that they have always existed in cyberspace. Each chair comes with a two-year limited warranty, and the heavy-duty steel frame comes with a lifetime warranty. What's really, really, really cool about Technisport gaming chairs is that 3% of sales go toward disaster relief efforts. So you're also supporting a good cause when you pick up a new gaming chair. Go to technisportusa.com and use the offer code LDG. That's Level Down Games. Offer code LDG when making a purchase. If you're interested in helping us out here at Level Down Games, all of our affiliate links can be also be found in all of our YouTube description boxes and all of our podcast description boxes on either iTunes or Google Play. Supporting us through all our affiliates, Amazon, Technisport USA Gaming Chairs, Origin PC, and Razer, allows us to continue to do what we love, which is bring content to a, on a daily basis to all of you. Enjoy the music. Today's episode is one that I have been waiting to do since we decided we were going to do this when we originally started BG Mania. One of the things we mentioned we wanted to do at the end of the year, we would go back and look at all the games that came out in 2017 and do a best of 2017 episode. And what better week to do it than the same week that we're putting up the Level Down Games Year End Awards this Friday at 2 p.m. on YouTube and our website. We'll have a full production, a year-end awards that you and I both wrote. So looking forward to doing that. But today, we're going to be highlighting 16 individual games. I picked eight. You picked eight. We don't cross over at all. There are 16 individual games, one track from each game that we kind of feel represent that game the best. Kind of like how we did it for Medal of Honor a few weeks back. The opening track you heard there was my first choice. If you don't recognize it, it's from Ukulele, which released earlier this year on PC, Xbox, and Play- PlayStation 4. April 11th, 2017 is when that game came out. It's coming to Nintendo Switch this week. Tomorrow, December 14th, it releases on the Switch. It was developed by Platonic Games, members of the former Rare studio when they were owned by Nintendo. A lot of them left after they got bought by Microsoft. They went and formed Platonic Games. This was their first game, published by Team 17. That track you heard there, composed by the legendary duo of Grant Kirkhope and David Wise. Man, it's so good. It's so good! Did you hear them making music for a game like this? And the fact that a game like this even exists? Yeah, it's so good. Now, now, one thing I do want to say, you and I have not played 
ukulele yet. Purposefully. We, On we, purpose. 1,000% purposely because I mean, we, we, we could have played this game no we could have played it on P ps4 when it came out on april 11th i could have played it on pc at any point but we were specifically waiting for the nintendo switch release because this game there's no other platform i want to play it on other than an, other than a nintendo platform i mean these type of games feel at home to me on a nintendo platform which is why i refuse to play games like this anywhere else I, 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 I cannot wait to play this game. I'll be playing it tomorrow. Right. And it's not even a question of no. mind. <laughs> and I have listened to the soundtrack completely, obviously, in preparation for this I, video. As have I. I yeah. actually, I, in preparation I, for this video. I, my, my hype for this game is mm -hmm. through the roof. So I'm not 100% sure where this track takes place, but the track is called Final Beating. So I'm assuming this is the final battle of the game. Makes sense. It sounds like it would be. It's very epic sounding. It sounds like you've built up to this moment. And that's just kind of what I gather from it. Absolutely. In fact, in my next, uh, for my pick, mm -hmm. it's the exact opposite of what you just did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is actually the first song you hear in the entire game. The first thing you do when you boot this bad boy up. Okay. This is the start screen music from South Park, The Fractured Butthole.
And that was the uh, start menu music for the South Park Fractured But Whole. That's epic, uh, dude. That sounds like like very cinematic feel. I like that. I mean, this is why can't DC uh, do, do a track like this? Uh, Marvel's got it. South Park nailed it. Uh, this is actually composed uh, by, I have it right here, I apologize. <laughs> and this, this was uh, Jamie Dunlap. Okay. Jamie, uh, Jamie Dunlap, he did the pri- uh, the prior South Park game. He does a lot of movies, mostly known for um, the soundtracks for The Sixth Sense. Okay. Uh, Sideways, and he was the composer for Little Miss Sunshine. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so Jamie Dunlap, he's a Canadian artist, uh, composer. He, he's, 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 he's a big deal. Uh, so so- <laughs> sounds like industry. it. It definitely sounds like it. Uh, I could list off everything he's ever done, but this would be a 12-hour podcast. Uh, we don't want that. Yeah. Some people might, but I certainly don't want a 12-hour podcast. Nor do I. A 12-hour Twitch stream maybe is in our future, but a 12-hour podcast? No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, but, th- but this song, the reason I picked this one above the others, and there are some good songs on, uh, on the soundtrack, but this one definitely gives you the whole superhero feel, the whole epic cinematic, as you mentioned, kind of feel. Yeah, 100%. And that's what and that's what this game's story is actually trying to enca- encapsulate. The kids are now playing superhero when, when, they, when they were originally playing like Lord of the Rings. Right, 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 right. Uh, so it, it fits so well into the whole crazy, irreverent South Park style of having something that's actually legitimate backing it up. Yes. I love it. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm guessing that that theme would be considered the main theme for South Park, The Fractured Butthole. It's fair, a, fair. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. clearly the one that you're going to hear most, for the most part. My next pick happens to be the main theme of this game. So this is the title theme for Uncharted, The Lost Legacy.
And that was the title theme from Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, which obviously developed by Naughty Dog, published by Sony Interactive Entertainment earlier this year, August 22nd, 2017. If you're wondering, that definitely has a different feel from some of the other Uncharted experiences you might remember. That's because it's composed by a different person. It's composed by the same guy that composed Uncharted 4 A Thief's End, that being Henry Jackman. The original composer for the first Uncharted trilogy was Greg Edmondson. He did not do the work for The Lost Legacy at all. He did do some tracks for A Thief's End, but for the most part, Uncharted 4 was composed by Henry Jackman, just like The Lost Legacy. He's only done three video games in his career. Okay. Just Cause 3 in 2015, Uncharted 4 in 2016, and Uncharted The Lost Legacy in 2017. He is mostly a film composer. And I was looking up some of the stuff he's done. It's a very, much like our Radio Hour episodes, a very eclectic mix of movies, but holy crap, this resume. So, we're going to start. He did The Da Vinci Code in 2006. He did Kung Fu Panda in 2008. He did The Dark Knight in 2008. He did Kick-Ass in 2010. He did Winnie the Pooh in 2011. X-Men First Class in 2011. He did Wreck-It Ralph in 2012. He did G.I. Joe Retaliation in 2013. Kick-Ass 2 in 2013. Captain Phillips in 2013. We jump to 2014. The movies just keep getting better. Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Big Hero 6. 2016 sees Captain America, Civil War. 2017, three movies so far. Kong, Skull Island. Kingsman, The Golden Circle. And the upcoming Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Yep, yes, <laughs> Very impressive list of movies that he's done, though. I can see that he's kind of sunk in with the uh, Disney crowd. That's a, that's a good deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a very lucrative contract that's probably worth keeping. <laughs> Hail Disney. Yeah. Uh, no, this song, while, like I said, it doesn't have the typical Uncharted tropes that you've come to expect from no. like the original trilogy, it's still a very epic track. Oh, absolutely. For, really for, for an amazing game. I cannot wait to play this game. I I have been waiting, but I, I really will get to it eventually. I know, I know. I, I played it as soon as it came out. I had to. Uncharted being one of my favorite, you know, franchises. Going back to, like we talked about at the end of Game Oracles yesterday, single-player games. That's my jam. That's what I do. Absolutely. Let's save player one. Hashtag save player one. Bethesda said it best at the Game Awards. Uh, also, also, hashtag F the Oscars. Yes. Uh, for my next track, um, one of the best games to come out from the indie scene this year. Okay. But a classic nonetheless. Sonic Mania. Okay. Uh, this is going to be the theme of the hard-boiled heavies.
again, that was the theme of the Hard Boiled Heavies from Sonic Mania, um, composed by someone who we've mentioned before, because I picked one of his tracks for, uh, for, for a for, previous episode. For radio. Radio. Yeah, we played something from Sonic Mania already in there. Uh, uh, T. Lopez. Um, so he's a composer. He's part of the Pagoda West uh, team who made the game. Yeah. Um, best known, as I mentioned before, um, he composed remixes of video game music, and he actually has a YouTube channel. Yeah, so I remember you said that. I remember you said that, that. that. That's where he was discovered. He was discovered through the YouTube channel doing these really awesome remixes. And I, um, we are going to do eventually a, an episode where we do YouTube remixes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna have one eventually an episode for YouTube remixes and eventually an episode for YouTube covers. Two separate episodes. So, so uh, I think I think covers is coming first, but we are gonna do so. remixes in the in the future. But, but, but look, look to see some more T Lopez in the future. Absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But yeah. This song right here definitely has the Frank feel to it. Not even. Oh, I mean, it, as soon as it started, you just—that's uh, just—that's just so you. 100%. Also, also feels very much in the vein of Marvel vs. Capcom too. Um, this is the song instantly reminded me of that, that kind of era. Yeah. The, 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 the PS2 stuff or arcade, if you will. Sure. Very, very, very light, very poppy, very rocking. Yeah, I could see that. Hundred uh, percent. Love, love this song. It's probably the strongest one on the whole soundtrack. Love the game too. I absolutely love the game. Uh, definitely, almost, definitely the best I've Sonic almost, game this year. Definitely the best Sonic everything. game this year. Almost unlocked everything. I still have to get all, all my uh, my gold medals. Okay, I'm yeah. getting there. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely the best Sonic game this year. That's for sure. No hell yeah. <laughs> although although Sonic Mania, like I said, average. Not a bad game. Just average. But still, still average. You know, good game. No, Mania is great. You're talking about forces is average. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, you said Mania. Whatever. You take it back. I meant forces. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since you kind of went indie, and it's crazy to to say that it, you know, that Sonic's an indie game. That Sonic is indie. It's crazy to say that, but I'm gonna go indie with my next pick. So we're going to a game that you have yet to play. This is Hornet from Hollow Knight.
And that was Hornet from Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight originally released on PC February 24th, 2017. That's all it's on right now. I, I, unless you have a Mac or, you know, you know, it's on Mac as well. It is coming to Nintendo Switch, which I have a feeling is what you're going to wait to play it on. Yes. It's coming to Nintendo Switch Q1 2018. But the, game, the, the, the game original release good. was February 24th of this year. So it still counts for this year. Game looks, uh, game's the, freaking awesome, dude. This is a great game. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I've done some of my research on this. This First of all, that's a beautiful song. I love yeah, this song. which composed by Christopher Larkin. Uh, it was developed and published by Team Cherry. Uh, has he done anything else, or is this his first venture? No, this is his first game. All right, that's cool. It looks like he did the soundtrack for an original motion picture called Barbecue. Not sure, not heard of that. Um, and he also did... That might just be an original soundtrack by him. And there's another one that's called Expand, music by Chris Larkin. But yeah, it looks like game-wise, the only thing he's done is Hollow Knight and the expansion to Hollow Knight Hidden Dreams. Well, is there any expansion out? I'm think, not far behind. <laughs> uh, there must be. Yeah. There's two expansions out. Okay, so I'm definitely far behind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, August 3rd, 2017, saw the first expansion, Hidden Dreams. October 26th, saw the second expansion called The Grim Trope. And it looks like both those expansions were released, were released for free. That's cool. That's so cool. I'm assuming that when it comes to Switch, it's going to have all the content. But yeah, this is this is a total Metroidvania, gorgeous looking game. It's 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 so much a Frank game. Yeah, I I look forward to playing it, and this when it comes out, this is gonna be a definite buy. Yeah, I played this on PC shortly after it came out. Uh, I believe I played it. I think I played it the week it came out because I remember playing it right before Horizon Zero Dawn release, which was the very end of February. So yeah, I would have played this right before. Um, didn't have a chance to review it for Level Down Games. I I picked it up on my own, but it's it's a gorgeous game. I love it. Oh, we just heard from a couple of indie games. Uh, my next pick is actually from a AAA game. Okay. Uh, probably now, not triple. Uh, now, is it a AAA indie game or just a AAA game? No, this is a AAA game. Oh, okay. Think, okay. 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 I think it should be a 5A game. Okay. This is from a uh, little known game known as Super Mario Odyssey. I would say that's probably as indie as it gets. There you go. <laughs> this <laughs> is the Ruined Dragon Battle.
now we're back, and that was the ruined dragon battle from Super Mario Odyssey. Um, definitely a nice epic track composed by the man, the myth, the living legend, Larry the Biscuit. No, Koji <laughs> Kondo. Oh man, what a composer! What a great composer! I mean, Koji Kondo is responsible for just about every great piece of Nintendo music that I know and love to this day. Most uh, of them, can't say most, all of them. Most, 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 of, most of it. Most of them. Um, this song here just shows that you know he's the master of what he does. You know he's still going strong to this yeah, day. Absolutely, hundred percent, the best in the world at what he does. I want him to be making Mario games fifty years into the future. Hopefully, that would be Hopefully. nice. Okay. Uh, on on whatever on whatever Nintendo console is available on the market in the year twenty sixty seven. It'll be the Nintendo Switch Seven. <laughs> no. Well, some kind of generations here. Yep, it's all right. Eh, maybe. I doubt it. That seems that seems a little too too generous. I think Besides, like they, they, they don't number their consoles. So. No, exactly. So it'll be like the Nintendo Velociraptor five five K or something like that. Project Dolphin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of liking Project Velociraptor five K now. I like that. Hashtag Velociraptor five K. <laughs> all right. Well, since you went with a Nintendo track. I think I'll keep with the theme. I'll stick with Nintendo here for a minute. My next pick is coming from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, the recently released Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which just came out two weeks ago. This is Gormot Province Day Theme.
And that was Gormot Province Day Theme from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Xenoblade Chronicles 2, published by Nintendo, developed by Monolith Soft. It just released, like I said, two weeks ago, December 1st, 2017. Composed by several people. The main composer was Yasunori Mitsuda, one of the legendary composers that we always talk about here on BG Mania. But that track in particular was composed by Ace Team, another team, so to speak, that we've talked about here on BG Mania in the past. Uh, I think in particular when, when I played a track from the original Xenoblade. Because yeah. I was trying to, I remember during that episode, I was trying to figure out which person actually composed that track. So yeah, Ace Ace is a, is a they're just a group of musical artists that works with Monolith Soft and Nintendo. That track is the one that you hear. It's the very first area you get to once you're out of the starting zone and out of the initial areas in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So it's the first open area that you're going to be exploring on your way to your first town. And then once you leave that town, heading up towards the second area while you're out doing a crap ton of side quests and main quests. It's the theme that you obviously hear when you're out roaming the village and, and going into battles. Now, when you do enter a battle, different battle music does play. But once you exit the battle, that, that track starts right back up. And that's definitely, so far, I'm not... I, I can't even say that I'm like a fourth of the way or a third of the way through this game yet. I'm about 25 hours or so into this game. The game is anywhere from 70 to 100 hours, so I'm probably maybe at bare minimum at least a fourth of the way through it. So far, that's been my favorite track in the game. And this is just field music? That's just field music. It's pretty awesome field music. Yeah, like I said, my favorite part, I, I, and I kept I, I, telling the, the, you, the, I kept yeah. telling you, wait for the chants. Because <laughs> the chants are amazing. They said that track is great. I have a soft spot anytime that the chance kicking on a song like that. Me too. Uh, but that, that, that was epic. I would have loved to see that perform live. And who knows? Maybe video games may, live will do. Maybe it. one day we will get to see that. Yeah, I would love to see that live. And Xenoblade Chronicles Two is a great game. Yes, it has some flaws, but it's a great game nonetheless. And it's definite. It's a definite plus to the Nintendo Switch library. And any fan of Japanese RPGs owes it to themselves to pick this up, even though there is a lot of mechanics to learn in this game. A lot. I talked about it on Max Level this past week. Go check it out. There's a ton of mechanics to learn. Well, you go from a game with a ton of mechanics to a very, very easy-to-play game. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, another indie game, a AAA indie game. Ah, are, are, are you knocking this game by saying it's easy to play? Oh, it's a great thing. Very, very, very fun game, and we'll talk about that a little bit when we come back. Of course. This, this is actually the end credit song from Hellblade. This is Illusion.
door Each time you get hurt I don't want you to change Cause everyone has hopes You're human after all The feeling sometimes Wishing you were someone else Feeling as though You never belong This feeling is not sadness This feeling is not joy I truly understand Please don't cry now Please don't go I want you to stay I'm begging you please Please don't leave here I don't want you to hate For all the hurt that you feel The world is just illusion Trying to change you is something else who would comprehend but some that do lay claim divine purpose blesses them that's not what I believe and it doesn't matter anyway a part of your soul ties you to the next world or maybe to the last but I'm still not sure but what I do know is to us the world is different as we are to the world. I guess you would know that. Please don't go. I want you to stay. I'm begging you, please. Please don't leave here. I don't want you to hate for all the hurt that you feel. Just illusion Trying to change you Please don't go I want you to stay I'm begging you please Oh please don't leave here I don't want you to change For all the hurt that you feel This world is just illusion Always trying to change you or Victory Not Vengeance. Uh, Lee singer Ronan Harris. Uh, this song, 
VMV Nation is a European-based alternative group. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that, let me just that was amazing. I was not anticipating that pick from you. That was amazing. A lot, a lot of their songs, uh, they have a lot of like melodic dance beats or indie anthems, but their the, the real hook is he's a, he's a bit of a, a poet, and he you know was when Rowan is singing, he you know he makes sure his songs evoke emotion. Like, like you said, this song right here, the game Hellblade, for those who don't know, is about mental illness. Yeah, and when, when you hear this song, it just especially after playing through the events of the game, it's very powerful. Like it hit me. Like, no, uh, I mean the the track. Obviously, it's a game I know I need to play. The track yeah. makes me want to play it, and you keep telling me I need to play it. it I, I own it. I'm gonna play this game. I mean, I tell you, I don't feel. I've mentioned the word friction before. I don't feel that all that often when I hear a song. I, I, I felt it songs. for another reason right after we finished watching that, which we'll get to here in a little bit. But uh, this song, and I'm not ashamed to say it, actually moved me to tears mm-hmm. after playing like, playing this game. After playing the main story and hearing the song, which is that again, this is the end credits music. Sure. It's a powerful, powerful moment, and uh, I, this song it's perfectly a powerful game from what I understand. One hundred percent. It's not very long either, is it? It's like seven, it's to, seven, a, seven to ten hours, roughly. It's not a very, it's, it's not a very long game. Um, very easy to play. Um, it's not the, it's not an easy game. It's an easy to play game. Sure. A lot of puzzle, a lot of puzzle elements, a little fighting. Sure. Um, but you're there for the story. One hundred percent there for the story, um, and you're 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 part of this. This journey with Senua, your your main character. Mm-hmm. Um, the story that plays out even opens itself up for a possible sequel. I can only imagine where they go next, but I cannot talk highly enough of Ninja Theory and what they did with this game. Obviously, I I do think that this is going to be a concept that Ninja Theory continues to explore in the future. They are the first studio to do something that is AAA indie, where you know they sunk all their money into this. It was self-published. Obviously, they developed it. And it looks like a AAA game on an indie budget. I mean, granted, that's why it's it's a shorter experience. But I, I do think this is going to be something that they continue to do in the future. And I do think that we're going to start seeing other studios do things like this as well. I can only hope. Um, listen, this is one. It's already one of my favorite video games of all time. And that's saying something. That's saying a lot for sure. All right. I feel like we need to pick me up after that something to kind of get us back into a little bit more of a jolly mood so we're gonna go to what i feel is perhaps my personal game of the year for 2017 and and that's gonna be something that we do during the um during the game award show we're gonna have frank's moment and my moment where we discuss things that while some of the winners for the categories might not be our personal picks. It's just how it was in the score. And and, and we totally agree with all the winners. Don't get me wrong. Of course. Uh, yeah, we feel like the, all the winners rightfully deserve the, the awards that we're giving out. But we also, are, we also are going to have our own personal moments as well. And I, I do think that this is probably my personal game of the year. We're going to Persona 5, the track Life Will Change.
And that was Life Will Change from Persona 5. Persona 5 was developed by Atlas, published by Atlas USA here in North America. Just Atlas over in Japan. Released here in North America, April 4th, 2017. What a freaking track. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> so the original score for this game was primarily composed by Shoji Megaro, who's done all the work for most Atlas games, like Shin Megami Tensei, like Persona. Uh, he also did Catherine. Uh, further contributions and other general sound design was handled by Toshiki Konishi, Kenichi Shuchiya, Atsushi Kitojo, and Ryoto Kaduka. Uh, all of those guys previously worked with the Persona series as well. The theme, or not the theme, the vocals were sung by Lin Ainayazumu? Zumi? Ainayazumi? Lin Ainayazumi. I'm just what I'm going with. I'm sticking with it. I'm butchering it, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> um, this was her first performance in a video game, Persona 5. So she did all the vocals for Persona 5. Anytime there's vocals on a track, it's her. She had a very successful career as a jazz musician over in Japan and a soul singer, like a soul music singer. Um, what Shoji Megaro went on record and said his main concern for her when she was doing vocals for the game was that her pronunciation of the English lyrics were too on point. He thought that she did them so well after after doing, you know, after because she, she's a native Japanese speaker. So he thought that her pronunciation of the English words were amazing. So that's that's pretty high criticism. And it's funny because the English lyrics were actually written by Benjamin Franklin. He also invented bifocals. And discovered electricity. Yes, he did. <laughs> he was actually uh, the main lyricist for Persona 4. He was. So obviously it's not the same Ben Franklin. We're just joking around. He's oh, it's like, not? No. <laughs> He's a longtime collaborator, though, with, um, with the Persona series. So, pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, a lot of the Persona 5 soundtrack sounds this way. Uh, Megaro described it as acid jazz, so to speak. So, it, it, okay. it's jazz elements mixed with some variations in different themes and that kind of stuff. Different strings, different vocals, different instrumentation. But he, like I said, it's, it's just a variation of jazz. The whole soundtrack is like this, though. And it's freaking awesome. Listen, Persona music, you really can't go wrong. But I definitely feel like this is the best track in the game. I was going to say, it had a very Cowboy Bebop feel to me. Yeah, which, 100%. Which, which makes sense being very jazzy. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously, two weeks ago on our radio hour, Jessica had a track, Your Affection, from Persona 4. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're kind of seeing that, like I said, really, when you play a track from Persona, it's, it's hard to play a bad track because there, one doesn't exist. I can't wait for you to play these games in the future. I will. They're definitely on the list. They're slated in. Um, so for my next track, I want to do something epic. Okay. All right. Uh, based upon one of my favorite, probably my favorite book of all time, fair series. Okay. Lord of the Rings series. This is Shadow of War. This is Minus Mortal.
And that was Minus Mortal from Shadow of War, uh, composed by Howard Shore, who um, is mostly known for, oddly enough, the Lord of the Rings series. Uh, would make so sense. It would make sense. Did he do the scores for Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit? Um, he, he also has done. He's mainly a film composer. Uh, okay. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, but he's done some amazing things. He's actually written an original opera no. based on. Nice. Based on uh, a movie, he actually did the, the score for uh, David Cronenberg's The Fly. Ooh, okay. So he, stuff. But, he, but he's on the music for, and I'm just going to name a few of his bigger movies here. I don't want to hit you with all of them, but uh, Big with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs. It's a good one. Mrs. Doubtfire. Philadelphia. Which, which I didn't actually, I don't remember the soundtrack to Mrs. Doubtfire. I, I mean, I w- you wouldn't imagine that would have an epic soundtrack to it. There actually is a lot of good music to that. I, I remember Aerosmith. Dude looks like a lady in that soundtrack. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's on classes like High Fidelity. Um, he's on Gangs of New York, The Aviator, um, the, the Departed. Um, and his most recent work has been uh, on The Hobbit and the uh, critically acclaimed Denial. Critically acclaimed indeed. <laughs> But yeah, um, listen. When you hear this song, you, you, you could already be, you, you hear this while you're mar- you're marching through minus mortal uh, with with the orcs, um, which is pretty much what Shadow of War is about. <laughs> no, it, it, it totally has an orcish feel to it. It really does. Um, he knows what he's doing. Like all the music in Lord of the Rings is just so perfectly crafted. Right. Um, he, you know, he, he's he's a big time composer when it, uh, in Canada. So he actually won three Academy Awards uh, for Into the West with Annie Lennox. Uh, he, he wrote the he wrote the whole thing um, from comp- composition to the lyrics. Uh, the man's a genius. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Okay, well, I'm gonna go with my next pick to something that's again a little bit more faster, a little bit more Frank style. I, I, it, it's weird that you're picking more slower stuff, but I, don't you worry, I, d- Daddy got something for you later <laughs> on. <laughs> But I'm, I'm going to go with something that's definitely a bit quicker. This is from Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony. The track, Scrum.
That got you as pumped up as it got me pumped up while listening to it. That was Scrum from Danganronpa V3, Killing Harmony. I feel like the ecstasy is starting to wear off a little bit, though. I feel like I'm still going strong with it. I mean, you're, you're, you're still rolling? Okay. I'm, I'm still going, man. Obviously, that is total rave. 100%. Yeah. I had the glow sticks going. You no, saw. No. Unfortunately, the audience couldn't see what you saw. I mentioned this to you while we were listening to that song. We need to start recording the stupid shit that we do while listening to these songs because what we just did between that one was amazing. And I think it, it like there needs to be a BG Mania outtakes eventually. <laughs> but I think we would lose a lot of respect from people. Oh, don't worry, I couldn't respect you any less. No one needs no one needs to see our EDM dance moves. <laughs> but they are sick, bro. They were they were pretty good, I'm not gonna lie. Uh Dangarampa V3 Killing Harmony was developed by Spike Chunsoft, published worldwide by NAS America. 
came out on PS4 and PS Vita January, I'm sorry, that was Japan, September 26th, 2017, and that was on actually PC as well. So, what a game. Like I said, Danganronpa, I, I, I feel, is a very strong franchise. It's like, it's like part visual novel, part adventure game, part Phoenix Wright, where you have class trials and you're trying to solve mysteries, part puzzle game. This game has everything. I really think you would enjoy these games. Because you like Phoenix, right? You like puzzle games. I, I think yeah, these games you you would definitely like. Yeah, it's usually how you do a mock trial while listening to dance music. Get the hell out of here, Brian. Yeah, so, okay, so context. That track takes place during class trials in this game. Um, there's, there's different mechanics that you are doing while you're going through these class trials. One of them is called Scrum Debates. And that is just basically a back-and-forth debate-type system. That track plays during Scrum Debates, which is why it's called Scrum. Oh, go figure. Yeah. But the, all, all the music in Danganronpa games are very strong. Like, a lot of people recognize the title theme, Danganronpa. Actually, I, I really like the song. No, it's great. Um, but I'm going to take it down. Oh, man. Okay. For that might of- That might kill the E. Yes, for one, for one of the more <laughs> interesting indie titles to come out uh, this year. Okay, this is the Death Waltz from Little Nightmares. Death Waltz from Little Nightmares. It's one way to kill uh, a buzz. 
You know, uh, <laughs> no, great track, dude. Great track. I love they're, that. They're, they're, they're very Tim Burton-esque. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. The game itself does have a lot of those elements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was actually composed by Tobias Lilja. Okay. He's really only ever done one other video game. That was the uh, Little Big Planet uh, PS Vita version. Okay, okay. But he's also he does the he's actually the voice actor for the Lighters. Very so he's cool. A compo- he's a composer and the voice actor. Very cool. Um. Pretty good for his first venture. This is this song definitely um, is probably the best one from the whole soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all short tracks like this, so they're all very loopy kind of feeling. But the, Little Nightmares is, is a game about fears, and it's very gross at times, very puzzly. It's it, it's a game I, I really want you to play. Yeah. Um, Bandai Namco. No, I definitely want to play this game. And while we were listening to this track towards the end there i was like wow this reminds me of something did it come to you it clicked and i don't think it reminds me and and you're gonna wonder you might wonder you might actually get where i'm coming from with this especially if you've seen it the track reminded me a lot of heffalumps and woozles from winnie the pooh and the blustery day you know what i actually have seen that and i I, I can hear that now. So, obviously, the track is called The Death Waltz. And I know Little Nightmares is, at least from what I understand, I haven't played the game. It's about, like, a nightmare, which is why it's called Little Nightmares. And it's about being terrorized. And in the blustery day, Winnie the Pooh's blustery day, this song plays during a nightmare for Winnie the Pooh. And he's terrorized by these heffalumps and woozles until he wakes up. Totally what it reminded me of. It's, it's very similar. Very similar. Yeah, it, it, and like I said, the, while... The, the I, I feel like the death waltz here from Little Nightmares is definitely slower, and there's not a whole there's not as much going on as there is in in Heffalumps and Woozles, but I think we need to play Heffalumps and Woozles in a future episode of BG Mania, <laughs> even though it doesn't it doesn't appear in a freaking song a video game though. But who knows? It might be the next Kingdom Hearts. You never know. Ooh, that'd be amazing. What a good song that is, Half a Lump and Whistles. But not to take away, obviously, from Little Nightmares, which is a great game. Are you still playing through it? I am. Uh, I'm, play- I'm juggling a lot of games at once, but it's it's definitely one of the ones that I'm currently playing. Very cool. I still need to play it. I, I definitely, it, uh, obviously, it's been on my radar since it was announced because it just looks like a game that I would greatly enjoy. So. And they just, they just dropped some more DLC for it, too. So They did. I know I saw. <laughs> All right. We're going to move... I feel like I'm saving the best track for last. So we're going to move on to a very strong track, though. This is a game you're also currently playing, a game that I am a huge fan of from this year. Perhaps one of my favorite games. This is Aloy's theme from Horizon Zero Dawn.
And that was Aloy's theme from Horizon Zero Dawn. As I mentioned to you while we were listening to that, I have probably listened to that specific track over a thousand times since this game came out at the end of February. This game obviously was developed by Guerrilla Games, published by Sony Interactive Entertainment, released in North America on February 28th, 2017. You've listened to this song about four times a day. Probably, yeah. Okay, and I can see why. It's a good song. No, I mean... Now, no, granted, I haven't listened to this song four times a day. I'm but, just joking, Brian. But I will, I, I will say there are times where I've listened to the song over 20 times a day. Okay. So Start on the wrong loop. Yeah, no, I really do. Um, the vocals for that track were done by the amazing Julie Elvin, who did a lot of and any any vocal that you hear for Horizon Zero Dawn in, in the music, that was her. She also did some work for World of Warcraft during the Legion expansion, which I think is pretty cool, too. But uh, the main compo- the main composer for Horizon Zero Dawn was Joris Demand, who he's in-house for Guerrilla Games. He is the composer for the Killzone games and Horizon. But I, I feel like he is just getting better and better and better with each game that he does. Joris Demand, definitely one of my, I think, favorite composers right now just because of what he did with Horizon Zero Dawn, which I think is one of the strongest soundtracks of this year. I cannot wait to see what he does with Horizon Zero Dawn 2 because I know it's coming. And like I said, I know, I feel it in my gut, this is going to be a PlayStation 5 launch title in 2019. I, I'm excited, man. I, I, I'm glad you're playing through this game because, like I said, it's definitely one of the stronger games this year. Absolutely. Um, for my next track, this track took me two days to pick. <laughs> I, I poured through the entire soundtrack for this game multiple times. It's a, actually, it's a lengthy it's, soundtrack, too. It's a lengthy soundtrack. I, it's been in rotation in my vehicle on the way to work and then on my, on my breaks. I think I picked the best one for you guys. This is Botanic Panic from Cuphead.
was Botanic Panic um, from Cuphead. Uh, another great indie title that came out this year. Yeah, great title. Uh, for, the, uh, for, for PC and Xbox One. Really wish it came out on the PS4 because I'm dying to play it, but as soon as I get a new PC, this is the first thing that I'm going to be downloading. Yeah, unfortunately, this one is not going to be anywhere else but PC and Xbox One. Now, they did say that a sequel to Cuphead has the potential to go multi-platform, which means possibility of PS4, possibility of Nintendo Switch. But this one here, since it was so funded by Microsoft, it's it's going to be exclusive to PC and Xbox. I, I'm fine with that. You know, the Xbox needs their exclusives. They do. Um, but this was composed by Chris Mediga. Uh, he's actually a percussionist and um, also a, a drummer. He's a, but he's a, this is his first game he ever composed. He's actually a member of the National Ballet of Canada Orchestra. Oh, wow. That's pretty neat. Um, so it's kind of weird that a guy who is attached to the Canadian Ballet mm-hmm. was able to put together such an amazingly strong jazz soundtrack. It's it's very big band. It's very very big band, very swing. Um, you are hard pressed to find. I couldn't find a single bad track on this. No, the whole soundtrack I, is great. The whole soundtrack is great. We're we're, we're probably going to dedicate an entire episode to Cuphead in the future. Yeah, um, like I said, I, I went through. I believe it was thirty four tracks. Was the main. Um, it could be fifty three. I don't remember. I think it was fifty. I think it was in the fifties. Okay, but I narrowed it down to twenty. Of oh, twenty great songs. And then I'm like, okay, now which ones are standouts among this? And I had it narrowed down to ten songs. Narrowed down to five songs. When I finally got down to my top three, I, it was paining me. I was like, Frank, <laughs> I was like Frank, can I do three Cuphead songs? He's nope. like, you gotta pick one. Nope. I go, and I was like, Frank, can we do a special Cuphead episode? And he, he says yes. Yeah, so. So, so, so we will we will do a special Cuphead episode in the future. It, it's not going to be a bonus episode. Even though we talked in great detail of how we're going to do bonus episodes, I think I want to change it and again. I think I want to I want to relax off of the bonus episode idea. Like I still want to do bonus episodes, but I don't want them to be full games either. Like I like how we did the bonus episode for the Halloween. I like how mm-hmm. we're going to do a bonus episode for Christmas. I think we're going to save it for special events like that instead of just putting out so many different bonus episodes. I mean, if you can get your hands on the soundtrack, I, I highly recommend it. Um, I've, been, I've been jamming this in my car for the past week. It's a great song. Great soundtrack go, in general. It's, I, it's I've, been going to sleep, I've been going to sleep listening to the soundtrack. Um, but Botanic Panic, this is actually the boss, uh, the garden boss battle uh, song. Okay. And it's so it's so damn good. I love it. I, I want to play it again. In fact, Brian, let's play it again. Our next track from... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness... Our next track, which I feel I saved the best of my eight for last. This is from the game that won at the Game Awards. So this is from Near Automata. At, at the Game Awards, Near Automata did pick up the award for best soundtrack. The song is a beautiful song, which is actually the name of the song. A beautiful song 
opera boss theme.
And that was a beautiful song, the opera boss theme from Near Automata. And again, the actual track is a beautiful song, the opera boss theme from Near Automata, the, the game that won the soundtrack of the year at the Game Awards. It is up for nomination for the Level Down Game Awards this Friday on YouTube at 2 p.m. Did it win? You better tune in to find out. Yeah, tune in to find out. Tune in to find out. Uh, obviously, Nier Automata was developed by Platinum Games, published by Square Enix. It was directed by Yoko Taro, who did a lot. I mean, Nier is his baby for the most part. It released for PlayStation 4 on March 7th, 2017 here in North America. And on PC, it came out 10 days later, March 17th, 2017. Composed by... I just had it. Where did it go? Composed by Kaichi Okabe, uh, who worked on both the original Nier and Dragon Guard 3. And some of the other tracks in the game were done by fellow composer there working at Square Enix, Kaigi Kaiego Hoashi. Um, the vocals that you heard, I'm not 100% sure, but I know that Emmy Evans did a lot of the female vocals for the game. So I'm assuming it's probably her, but it does say here in the cliff notes that... Um, Janique Nicole and Nami Nakagawa joined Emmy Evans to form a three-part chorus for some of the musical work, including a boss theme featured in the game. Pretty sure that's this theme. Because you could definitely hear more than one vocal in there. So th those yeah. should be the three females that you heard there during this, this theme, or this, this song. This, as, as I just mentioned, this is a boss battle theme. It is the opera boss. Probably one of my favorite parts of Nier Automata. My favorite part I already talked about. We actually played a track from this game already in a previous episode of Radio Hour. We did the amusement park theme, which I think is my favorite track from the game and my favorite part of the game. But this track is very strong, and I love this one. I just love the way that it sounds. Very epic, very opera, and it's just amazing, dude. Like I said, this game is incredible. One of the best games of this year. This game is incredible. Uh, that was that was definitely a strong, strong track there. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you played that. Yes, me too. I'm glad I played it too. Um, now, for my final track, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to give you what I feel is probably one of the... This, this game actually won. Yeah, this... Game of the year. It, it sure did. It for, won at the Game Awards. For the Game Awards. And it's up um, for our nomination as well, again, this Friday oh. on YouTube at 2 p.m. Absolutely. Uh, and this is the last song you hear. This is the epilogue for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild.
the epilogue from Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, first of all, love the game. Yeah. Uh, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. No, no. Great, um, great, great, great game. I'm actually playing it again right now because of the Champions Valid DLC. So, um, But this music was composed by Mr. Iwata. Yasuakai Iwata. Not the same Iwata. No, of course not. Uh, he's a member of the Nintendo EAD Kyoto uh, division. He mm. does. He did the music for um, Super Smash Brothers. Okay. Um, Arms more recently. Okay. Uh, and for and for the uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Okay. But the other composer on this song is someone very near and dear to me and Brian, Manaka Kadoaka. Animal Crossing. He absolutely. Yeah. I know. 100%. I know the name. I know the name. Of course you do. <laughs> um, so she, she's part of the Legend of Zelda series yep. and Animal Crossing yep. and. Yeah, so we're definitely going to have the Animal Crossing episode coming up. Yeah, we have several uh, planned for Animal Crossing. We have several planned. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I feel like this is maybe my top five all-time uh, Zelda songs, th- th- this epilogue right here. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's 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 great. It's Like you said when we were listening to it, it's instantly recognizable, but just different enough to give it its own flair. Yeah, uh, I think it, it ends just perfectly, just... Perfect, the perfect crescendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. I love I, it. I, I love this game. I love this song. It's amazing. And that was our sixteen tracks. That, uh, that, was, that was our sixteen tracks. And and as our regular listeners might be wondering, why are we still talking? Why are we still here? Normally, how we do things, the last track that we play closes out the episode. We have a surprise. This being our best of twenty seventeen show, we have a little surprise here, and this is actually something that just came to us while we were recording, while we were actually putting this episode together, while we were actually listening to one of the songs and getting ready to record, something popped up on YouTube. So we're going to give credit where credit is due. This was uploaded to YouTube by a user by the name of Valeria Walker. So as if you listened to Max Level on Monday, and if you listened to Game Oracles yesterday, PlayStation Experience 2017 happened over the past weekend. And Saturday night, there was a panel called The Last of Us Part 2 Meet the Cast. The opening to this panel were the voice actors for the voice actress for Ellie, Ashley Johnson, and the voice actor for Joel, Troy Baker, doing a rendition of Warefaring Stranger, originally made famous by the wonderful Johnny Cash. And Frank and I listened to this and we both agreed that even though this is not from a video game, even though this is, at least to our knowledge, it's not from a video game yet. This could be in The Last of Us Part 2, but which is a 2019 game. <laughs> but um, this, this, like I said, this could be in a game. But even though this was just at a panel, someone recorded this, someone, uh, this is amazing. We agreed that this has to close out the best of 2017 episode. It has to. And let me just give a little bit of back history between behind these two voice actors. So Ashley Johnson, best known as Ellie from The Last of Us, but she's only been in 13 games, but she has played in Infamous First Light. She was Jenny. Um, And really, I mean, that's all that you're going to recognize. She's mostly just known for Ellie from from The Last of Us. That's, That's her. But Troy Baker, on the other hand, over 100 games to his name. <laughs> yes. um, obviously, he is Joel from The Last of Us. He is Talion from another song that you heard, another game that you heard a song from in this episode, Middle Earth Shadow of War. 
another game that you heard this episode, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, he plays Sam Drake. <laughs> For Batman The Enemy Within, he is the voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne. He is the voice of Snow in Final Fantasy XIII and World of Final Fantasy. In Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain, he plays Revolver Ocelot. Batman Arkham Knight, he plays Two-Face, Arkham Knight, and Red Hood. In Mortal Kombat X, he plays Aaron Black and Shinnok. He was in Tales from the Borderlands. He played the main character. He is Delston Rowe from Infamous First Light. There's more. He plays the Joker in Arkham Origins. Like I said, he's just got so many games to his name. Troy, Troy, Troy Baker has so many things, so many credits. We, we couldn't possibly do them. No, no, no. There, it's, there's too much. He, he plays Booker DeWitt in Bioshock Infinite. Another, so, another game during our last previous radio hour where we played Will the Circle Be Unbroken, when I talked about the voice actor singing it, that's him. I didn't realize he was such a good guitar player, but he is. And who made this song famous? John- the Circle Be Unbroken? Johnny uh, Cash? That was, also, that was also Johnny Cash. Um, one of my personal favorite games, Persona 4, Troy Baker played Kanji. So, yeah, he's he's everywhere. He, he got his start a long time ago in, in the gaming industry. I want to see what his first game was. Let's scroll down. His first game was a little game called Persona. Where he played Kai, so he got his, he got his start in Persona. So Troy Baker, definite near and dear to me. <laughs> but yeah, the the song you're about to hear played at the very start of the panel at PlayStation Experience. Again, it's Wayfaring Stranger, made famous by Johnny Cash, but performs vocals by both Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker, but on guitar, Troy Baker. But that is gonna do it for us this week here on our very special best of 2017 episode of BG Mania. Thank you all so much for joining us. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, BG Mania is posted on iTunes, Google Play, and our website every Wednesday. If you have any ideas or requests for future episodes, please reach out to us, bgmania at leveldowngames.com. We need more requests. We've only gotten one more since our last radio hour episode and we have another radio hour coming up at the end of the month obviously we do one at the end of every month so it would be nice to have more than just one to pick from but nonetheless we do have one so if no one else sends one in at least we have one so far but again bgmania at leveldowngames.com you can also find us on youtube if you don't subscribe to us on youtube search level down games make sure you click that subscribe button help support us you can also find us on twitter at original ldg i'm at under i'm at brian underscore ldg frank is at the frankosaurus on instagram i'm at brian dot ldg frank is once again at the frankosaurus we can be found on facebook for general posts and information and twitch.tv slash level down games for all of our live streams following us at all of those places will allow you to stay up to date on all things level down games and will ensure that you never miss another episode of max level our video game podcast every Monday, Game Oracles, our video game trailer show every Tuesday, more BG Mania every Wednesday, The Gorgeous Lads of Wrestling, our professional wrestling podcast every Thursday, and our top 10 series every Friday. Plus, you'll get to see all of our video reviews, unboxings, Let's Plays, reaction videos, and so much more. All of this content can also be found at our main home on the internet, hopefully yours as well, leveldowngames.com. One final thing actually two final things but first one final thing once again all of our affiliate links can be found in the description box on all of our youtube videos on our twitch channel and in all of our descriptions for the podcasts supporting us on amazon techniesport gaming usa origin pc and razor helps 
allow us to continue to do what we love. It helps support Level Down Games. It helps keep us going, bringing content to all of you daily on YouTube and podcast services. Next week's episode, we're going back to our series. Like I said, every other week is a series. We're revisiting The Legend of Zelda. It's part three. We're doing Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Once again, taking us out of this episode is Wayfaring Stranger from Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker at PSX. Again, that was uploaded to YouTube by a user, Valeria Walker. Thanks so much again for joining us, and we will see you guys next week. Good fight. Good night.
Just a girl.